Nosotras somos tres mujeres negras que valoran la hermandad y juntas somos de negro. We are three black women who value sisterhood and together we are black tea. Get your cup, do whatever you have to do, and get ready for your light, savory sip. All right, all praises due to Allah. We are back um, doing our Naturally Beautiful segment, and we are working in uh, reading chapters five and six. Chapter five, uh, the title for that one is The Power of Prayer. And that is a powerful chapter. Chapter six is natural, lasting, and real beauty. So chapter five, what did you all get from chapter five? What stood out to you? Sorry. Um, what stood out to me in chapter five was, um, I highlighted it. Um, where it says, okay, I can't find it right now, but where she um, says that Allah has, I think that's in chapter five. Allah has the power to, um, oh no, that's chapter four, I'm sorry. Um, okay, sorry, okay. How many people in the world right now are praying to Master Father Muhammad? Don't throw away this blessed opportunity that we have by being among the first ripe fruit. Now that to me, um, that stood out to me because when I when I pray, like I never, uh, I don't pray to Master Father Muhammad because I had in my mind like not to pray to a person, but I think that um, maybe making that shift or making that transition in terms of praying directly to him uh, would somehow make a difference. And I, I, I read this book before, but it stood out to me this time differently because maybe because I'm out. I feel like my prayers are not being answered, if that makes sense. Um, I just feel like uh, stuck. So I'm like, maybe I'm not praying. Maybe my thoughts are not aligned properly and I'm not praying directly to whom I should be praying to. So that's why that stood out to me personally um, this time around, I guess. So... We're not reading chapter four, we're reading chapter five and chapter six. I'm getting confused. Okay. Okay, maybe I read the group message wrong. I thought we were supposed to read four and five. Um, I'm not really sure because honestly, I didn't pick this back up from, I read it last week and I didn't pick it back up this week to read and I'm looking at it now. And I'm not going to say that it don't resonate with me. It's just that I'm not in the state to receive what Sister Ava is giving to us. Um, and so I can't even, I can't contribute this week. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, another part for me that stood out is on page 50. In my previous comment, um, that was on page 49. But page 50 where... Um, where she says that believe that he heard it. Now I know that when it comes to my prayers, like it, it really just—I I can't say that it depends, but 
I guess um, in certain situations or certain instances, like I know for sure, like in the past, I knew that a lot hurt my prayer because I'm like, okay, this is the answer. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I prayed about. I know. But as of late, it's like, man, I just, I don't know. I need to make a, um, I guess, stop second guessing myself or second guessing that a lot is listening to me or being so down on myself. Yeah. If that makes, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, being down on myself, if that makes sense. So um, this, I, I'll say this chapter for me was just, uh, it was pretty heavy. It's something that needs to be internalized and um, implemented. It's not something that I can just say, oh, I got it. I got it figured out. It's like, okay, I'm going to have to work through this right now. Especially in a time that we in, like, yeah, especially right now. It's so yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And we know that's how, um, at least for me, I know how, that's how Sister Ava touches me. She just, you know, puts it, puts it in a way where it has you thinking over something like you mulling over it you know I'll take it all day and and think about it and she said on page 51 the question is how can our thoughts travel in a straight path if we are not on a straight path in the very being I thought that was heavy and then um she also when you was talking about um, to go back what you was what you read sister faith on 49 um, and it continues it says don't throw away this blessed opportunity that we have by being among the first right fruit you read that the most honorable elijah muhammad cautions us in this way don't will a thing and the and then be suspicious about whether it will come to pass or not come on sister ava yes ma'am we know yes, we know desire feeds the will so if i'm desiring something and a lot brings it to pass and then now i'm gonna question it and then she said um then you are disbelieving in your own prayer to god and disbelieving in in the god you are directing your prayer to whatever you ask him a lot god in prayer believe that he heard it and it will come to pass and it is not a vain thing that is so beautiful and powerful because like you said you just never know if a lot hears you if he hears your prayer and i think that's that comes with faith you know, how is your faith with Allah? Is it strong? Is it a little weak this week? Because we're not always, you know, 100, you know, own it, uplift it. You know, we have issues in this world. It's wicked and it's real. And, and sometimes it could just suck us in and suck us dry and drain us and everything. So um, if y'all wanted to go to chapter four that's okay too the power of thought if you had anything in chapter four you wanted to talk about i actually um if it's okay i wanted to um because i did highlight that section where um she's lifting the words of the most honorable elijah muhammad but it it just hit me differently to hear you say it this time where she says um well in reference to the most honorable elijah muhammad don't will a thing and then be suspicious about whether it will come to pass or not so 
Oh, praise be to Allah. Um, so just for myself, it's like I pray for things. I pray for answers, pray for guidance, pray, pray for clarity. But then I would be like, no, maybe this. No, maybe that's not right. But it's like, you know, the answer is right there. I've been given the answers several times. But because of my own will, my own desire, my own plans for myself, because they're not in alignment with what Allah wants for me, then now it's like, oh, there's confusion going on inside of my brain. But Allah has answered my prayers. <laughs> sister Larez, you go, sister. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. because if we think about, if we think about, and I always think about what Islam is, and it's our will to, to do his will. So my will, I mean, I can, I can desire something and desire feeds the will that I have, but it still has to come from a lot. I can't just, you know, abracadabra and boom, I got what I, you know, what I asked for. So yeah, we have to, we have to definitely 100% turn that over to him and know that he's gonna, and it might not even look like what we asked for. <laughs> That's the other thing too. Yes, yes ma'am. Ma Any thoughts, Sister Destiny? Um, well, I'm looking at page 47 and Sister Ava brings up the point about our essence again, but it was it was split between two pages because she asked the question again, what is your essence? And then she went into mm -hmm. it. But um, this is what we were talking about on the last episode about um, each of us as an individual woman is in a class by herself. And this time specifically thinking about that, I know we were talking about being in a class by ourselves last time. But this time I'm thinking about it in the sense of we in a class by ourselves, meaning that we have our own experiences and our own trials and everybody's trial. We were talking about how last time about how personalities and our gifts, all of that are different. There is unique, but our trials are also unique, even if we may experience the same um, um, I can't think of an example right now, but if we, maybe we all have a problem with fasting, but it's going to be a different trial for you. Maybe, I know you were talking about how, you know, you can get through Ramadan, but you weren't fasting in any other time, or I, I don't remember exactly what you were saying, Sister Larissa, but um, if, if me and Sister Faith struggling with fasting, it will be different. Um, so anywho, what I'm saying with that is, Sometimes, too, looking at each other's trials, we try to be like, well, I would do this, or this is what I do. But we also have to stop doing that because what you would do or what you, um, what's best for you is not always what's best for the other person. So that's just something that, that came to my mind, especially because I don't really know what intrinsic, intrinsic means. I try to look that word up to understand what intrinsic value means. So if one of y'all understand it, the definition says belonging to a thing by its very nature. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what that means. So I'm trying to get into that context some more, but I just think that 
It says, your essence is that which compromises your special nature. And then I just feel like I'm missing this intrinsic value part as an individual human. But it's like, what is my special nature? Because I know we've been talking about TV. I was I was watching an episode of um, Married at First Sight last night. And one of the wives said that it's not natural for her to be affectionate. But as women, it's in our natures to be consolist. So I'm using it as an example because it just popped up in my head. But even if it's in our nature to be consolist, we also have to be practicing that. And if we don't practice it, then we will lose it. We And lose it in the sense of then you have to relearn. And this world, like you were saying, Lewis, this world is wicked and it's very real, real. And we can become of this world and we get outside of our nature. So looking at your essence is that which compromises your special nature. Like I'm, I know Sister Ava is speaking to this in a positive way, but I'm also seeing the flip side of like being in this world, our special nature gets destroyed and we get so far away from Allah. So this, the power of thought, the power of thought too, even when you're trying to be positive, if you are around so much negativity, that's compromising your nature, your special nature. And we could forget yes. who we really supposed to be. And we can get so far away from who we are. So I was just kind of looking at that, um, even when you first asked me, but I felt like, because I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm sharing that because I think, because I am seeing like a duality side to it. And I don't know if it's a good thing, but I, but that's what came to my mind. Now the word you use compromising, but it's comprising, comprises. You're on mute. Thank you for pointing that out. It is um, comprises. So that and also... I believe, um, yeah. So I think intrinsic might be unique, but I, I can't look it up if somebody can look it up like your own unique um value because she said as an individual human being um sister destiny read the definition and i also looked it up it's belonging naturally or essentially um that's that's what the google dictionary says I, oh i didn't hear um, you read the definition i'm sorry it's okay it's okay i'm still confused by the definition thank you for pointing out that it says comprises um, which means to contain. Um, mm -hmm. I, think, I still think what I said is still applies to what I was trying to get across, but saying um, compromise yes, takes, changes the full context. So thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> um, Sister Destiny, yes, I wanted to um, go off of what you said. Um, in terms of you know our uh, what is our own um, essence and things like that on page 48 uh, Dr. Ava sister Dr. Ava says there are positive things about you which have been with you since childhood but sometimes the qualities that we hate in ourselves because mind orientation under the rule 
of the made race are the very qualities that make Allah God adore us. So in similar to what you said, the woman said um, on the show that you oh, on the show that you were watching that um, it's not in her it's not natural for her to be affectionate. I think that's what you said. So it's like you're battling yourself because that is that's your nature. But because of this world, because this world has taken us so far from our nature. And I think that's why even me personally, I have a difficult time with finding out like, man, what is my F like? What is it like? Because I'm, I'm doing all of this, like trying to read it. And I'm not going to find the answer in a book. I have to dig deep within myself and try to figure it out within myself and just stop looking at how I know for me, I say, um, I have, I always say I have to do better. I can do better. I can be better, but I never really, ex like I accept where I am, but I don't want to stay there. So it's like, okay, how about if I, if I actually do stop saying, okay, I can do better, accept where I am. And then I'll be able to pull back some of those layers and see what it is that that's good about me or maybe see what a lot likes about me. And then I can start um, developing my own, um, essence it also said that a message to the black man i was reading it last night um but i won't go in there because i got my book in the room but yes ma'am i wanted to um i wanted to point that out that was really interesting as well yes ma'am beautiful yes 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 so that was um chapter four anything else out of chapter four five anything out of six just one more thing she says also i didn't i didn't underline this but she says we must be very careful in our self-assessment because our self-assessment tends to be biased in favor of certain things we want to do or want to happen that may not be good for us that was after she said um after that was actually the very next sentence after uh the very qualities that allah god adore us that part so mm, that was that's on time but Okay, yes, ma'am. I don't, um, I don't. Yeah, I got that highlighted. And then at the bottom, the last statement, you see that? The last one. Pray to Allah, He will answer you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Like Sister Ava say, trust and believe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And then that whole, uh, that whole page yeah. is like, wow. That that whole page. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I, that's, yes. yes, yes, yes. I really like. Oh, yes, yeah, sister. I really like how Sister Ava is like so passionate about the self improvement study guides. Like she constantly brings that mm. up, and not only does she constantly bring it up, you can tell that she has has and is currently studying it because of how passionate she is, and she puts that at the forefront, and like the fact that she even put it in this book the fact that she's already leading the course that like that that could just be enough but like she's putting it yes. in the book and it and it, she's like she's just constantly reminding us about that and not just um the self-improvement study guys but even when sister Ava's is talking and she'd be like and if you haven't subscribed to the final call and digital like <laughs> i just i just really like that about sister ava um it just it's just a reminder of like constantly pushing what needs to be at the forefront of our mind so yeah yes ma'am that is so true well y'all already know how i am with sister ava but she is you can you can just see that 
she embodies the spirit of the minister and she pulls well she pulls on my spirit i can say that so when she's teaching she when she was talking group last friday she really makes things clear as to what it is that we should be doing and how we should be doing it and what should we what and the purpose of it and for her to say that we are you know that we got to get this right we got to get it together because we are literally preparing ourselves to survive in the hereafter so we got to get it together i was like whoa that's deep sister ava come on and bring it but i'm just she just teaches, 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 teaches. I mean, everything come out of her mouth, just like the minister, is a lesson. And I truly, truly love that. I have a question, um, and I hope I'm not taking us off topic, but it, it's in reference to the hereafter. Um, are we in the hereafter now? Because in Our Savior Has Arrived, and I'm, I'm writing this down so I can uh, remember to get the... Uh, quotes or the um with the words from the book but it says in our in our savior has arrived that we're in the hereafter i understand it as us being in the hereafter now that's how i understand it and with this world going down and things are going to be different we sister ava makes it clear we cannot stay the way that we are because we can't none of that is going to be allowed if that's the proper word um when when we fully go separate and this world is done with and you mean like uh when you if say none sense. of it is going to be allowed like are you saying in terms of behavior or mindset or all of it I believe both, all of it. Well, that's like the same thing. Our behavior is our mindset. <laughs> okay, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Sister Destiny, you were going to say. So the mm -hmm. way that I understand it, that to hereafter, we are here, but this is not after. After does not come until America has fallen. America has not fallen yet. We, we still are in this wicked world and looking at COVID-19, this is not the hereafter yet. This, like this, we're here, but this is not, from my understanding, it's, we, we have not made it to the hereafter yet. Um, and I don't now know. That makes it, sense when you're saying that after. Yeah, and. I'm sorry. The here, no, you're fine. And the hereafter, when I hear the hereafter, I think of heaven. And I, I do understand that heaven is right. a condition of the mind. I do understand that. But what's also in the mind has to be reflective of that. So the hereafter, when I think about right. the hereafter itself, that's a particular mindset. So what this Larissa was saying, like our mindsets of this world, all of that would not make it to the hereafter. So in that case, the hereafter, the hereafter also won't be reflective of what we're seeing right now. That's that's my understanding, but I could be wrong. Um. That after part makes sense too, though, uh, Sister Destiny. So when you say here and after, here, where, and after what? So after the fall of America. 
that makes sense to me. And then yeah. think that's what Sister Ava is stressing too, that we have to change. We have to change our mindset because we still not living as we should be living. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like she said, that none of that is going to make it to the hereafter. And we haven't even got to separation yet. Separation no. before the hereafter. Um, and we know that the minister has to depart first. The hereafter not going to come while the minister right here. The minister right, has to right, come back right. to give us a new book. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe I'm misunderstanding, but that's my understanding of it. Um, anything else or can I ask a question? You can ask a question, yes, ma'am. So I love what you said about Sister Ava embodying the minister. And I was, I've been really reflecting on that. Um, Sister Ava's so beautiful. It's like she get more beautiful every time I hear her speak. <laughs> oh, um, just her spirit is so beautiful. And um, I really love how she just, she doesn't, um, I'm getting to the question, but I really love how she doesn't just come to study group and just speak. Like she be in the circle and she want to hear what everybody say. Um, and she she um, likes to acknowledge people. She's she just humble. But my question is, I was thinking, why, maybe y'all have heard this before, but why do we have a spokesperson? Because we have student ministers who I would think are speaking on behalf of the minister because they're student ministers. Um, like those who are in student ministry class, they, they're not student ministers unless they've been given that by the minister. But Sister Ava is the national spokesperson for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So is there anything, have y'all read anything or heard the minister talk about the importance of having a spokesperson or the messenger? Because, you know, the spokesperson for the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad was Malcolm X. So do y'all know why? <laughs> I've been just really thinking about that. She's a spokesperson and she's a woman. So what does that like really mean? Now, for me, I was thinking on spokesperson national representative what's the difference and then I was told today that before sister Ava was the national spoke several national spokesperson and now there's only one which mm. is sister Ava I never knew that and they then, were wow mm -hmm. And then I had um, a conversation with the pioneer that told me that Sister Ava is the female version of Minister uh, Farrakhan. And I thought about that. I said, wow. I mean, that just made me think about Allah and him creating us, his second self. And then I said, well, is Sister Ava the second self? of the minister i mean i don't want to sound crazy or retarded but that's just how my mind be thinking you know because i mean all of it ties in together somewhere it's just you know how we 
how it's supposed to be put together, I guess, if that makes sense. That was beautiful. I'm going to go study assistant, representative, and spokesperson. I mean, that's my mind this week was on all of that. I'm like, okay, we had a national spokesperson and a national representative. So it they that two different titles hold two different duties, responsibilities, or representations. So yes. That's what we're going to be studying, so uh, Destiny, for sure. Anything else you want to say, Sister Faye? No, ma'am. Um, you actually kind of got me stumped with that. Um, I, I don't know. I never even really, I really never even thought about it. Um, no, ma'am. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that. I have to, I have to study that. Thank you for even asking the question, because that's, that's something that's kind of important, right? We should know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Praise be to Allah. Um, yes. So there was something else planned for court and a lot, but I think I think that is a good topic to just keep on thinking about. So if y'all okay, I think we should go straight to maintaining peace because I think when we think about being not for us, but when we are studying an assistant, a representative, and a spokesperson, that means that those persons who are holding those roles, those responsibilities, they have to be deep in their courting a lot. And so I think yes. that that's something that we could really reflect on. And I think like just to move on the spirit, what was planned to talk about, I don't think it's really connecting right now. And I think it's okay to move on if that's okay with y'all. It's fine okay. with me. Okay. I'm charged up. <laughs> so, um, okay. So with us talking about self-improvement study guides and Sister Ava, um, also scratching what was planned for maintaining peace just to go with the spirit of where the conversation has taken us. Um, something that really stuck out to me in Sister Ava's closing remarks on last Friday was, we would have never received the criterion if the minister wasn't going through an emotional episode. I was like, I didn't even right 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 like <laughs> I knew the minister was going through a trial I knew the minister you know was in pain but I never even thought the the minister he going through an emotional like I know I wouldn't say episode but he you know he experiencing a lot of emotions right now but why not he used the word emotion during his during his criterion if you allow your emotion. Right. And so it's she like, said that, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, and I had to get it verbatim. So it's like, what is this thing? Because <laughs> I was like, did I just hear that right? And that just, I mean, hmm. we know the minister real. We know the minister. Yes, ma'am. But it just, puts it on a whole nother level and I was listening to this podcast episode earlier and it was talking about 
Jesus being supernatural. And the way that they were talking about Jesus was, you know, everything wasn't accurate based on truth. But the principle of Jesus being supernatural, I think we could be so spooky about that sometimes, even in the nation. Like the minister is supernatural, but the minister is a human being and he has emotions. And I know that about the minister, but it just really hit me different. And so yeah, the reason why I bring this statement up, and I'm going to say it again, we would have never, and I got it right because it was also typed in the chat. So <laughs> we would have never received the criterion if the minister wasn't going through an emotional episode. And then later, Sister Ava, um, she said, otherwise, emotional distress. I'm very grateful and thankful to Allah for this privilege to address the entire world of human beings with a message from on high. A message that will answer all the questions that have been in your minds over the last five months. It started with a member of the Nation of Islam giving his life to the coronavirus for a reason. I was very, very troubled by the passing of our brother Abdul Hafiz Muhammad. And his passing affected me like no other. It affected me like that because God wanted me to stop and think because there was a message he wanted to give me that he wanted me to give to you. Therefore, I could not get embroiled in the emotional side of our loss, though I was terribly emotionally struck by his passing. But as I mentioned in my message to the readers of the final call that I had to take this death up to where it belonged to Almighty God, Allah. And I asked him why. Why did he take this great brother of ours, the regional minister of the nation, of Islam on the East Coast? Why now? Why in this manner of the death caused by this coronavirus? I had to get answers. When you get lost in the emotion of your loss, the loss becomes harder to bear. But when you recognize and
and we recognize that there's only one life giver. And when we recognize that this precious life that each of us have at this moment is a gift to us and to others from Allah. <clears throat> and he, being our sovereign Lord, has the right to call us in or to use our lives as he pleases without asking our permission. But as Muslims, we say it in our daily prayers. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life and my death is all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. Um, so my question is, because we were talking about prayer with Sister Ava's book, we know that the minister, he kept saying that he was going to Allah, that he had to ask Allah why and why now. So how, when we're in an emotional, having an emotional episode of where, when, when we're in an emotional distress, how then we really take charge over the power of our thoughts and how do we really just want to use her, her um, titles, how do we really tap into the power of prayer? Because, you know, just being transparent, I've been weeping on the prayer rug. I've literally just been like bawling to the point, like usually if I'm like really sad or in, in experiencing a range of emotions and I go to the prayer rug, the tears usually don't fall until I'm in that personal do I like I'm, you know, I'm able to just hold back the tears. But it's like, before I even get to the prayer rug, I'm already fighting the tears just, just after like i'm doing ablution and i'm just like trying to hold it together and uh oh i'm trying to one right now hmm. i'm sorry it's okay sister destiny but i already asked the question just Yes, ma'am. Um, Do I need to repeat it? No, I well, I can, can repeat, repeat the question. Go ahead, repeat it. Okay. So, knowing that the minister was in an emotional, having an emotional episode, in other words, this is the AVUs, was otherwise an emotional distress. How do we, using Sister Ava's titles, how do we tap into the power of thought and the power of prayer, even when we're in the emotional episode? Yeah, um, I, I first just think that prayer is so powerful. It's almost like 
pulling and uh, like an antibiotic, if you take an antibiotic, it's going to pull on what's bad in that abscess. That's what, that's what in my mind I think about with prayer. It pulls on um, that it draws stuff out of you, if that makes sense. Um, I was, and I don't even know if I want to call it an emotional episode, probably could, but in thought, I had to take control of my thoughts earlier today because I know what I have planned to do um, this weekend and it's not a, a small task, you know, um, and I had literally started talking to myself about why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I think some of that came from um, my son, but him just not understanding who I am, you know, as a person, not just his mother, but as a woman and a woman of God. Um, and so I had started doubting that decision that I had made, knowing that it was the right decision. So I literally had to start praying to Allah to please take these thoughts away from me and, and give me some kind of comfort and peace because I know a lot is real and I've never considered myself to be weak in faith, but I know we have our moments. So I just try to, I've even started talking out loud to a lot. You know, that even brings me comfort to hear me talking to a lot, if that makes sense, but I could go. I could keep going and going and going. Did you have anything you want to uh, say to that, Sister Faye? Um, I think that, uh, first of all, that question is on time. Um, y'all know my personal situation, and y'all have been helping me to get through it, so I can't even answer it because I'm in the, like, I'm in that, like, I'm, I'm in the midst of trying to hold my emotions together, trying to think properly, trying to, um, you know, pray to Allah, like without being emotional, making sure that I'm saying the proper words and not necessarily emotional words um, or things that's going to change like in the next five minutes or anything like that. Um, that, has, that has been a struggle with me. Really, it has been a struggle for me pretty much all year. That, that has been a struggle for me. Um, and similar to you, Sister Destiny, like, I can't, like, when I have been praying, when I pray, as of lately, I do not feel comfortable. Um, I don't, I just, I don't feel right after I pray. And, like, I still feel worried. I still feel sad. I still feel um, guilty. I feel ashamed. A whole, a whole bunch of things. And it's like, like, I'm, I'm dealing with myself. So in dealing with myself, I can't even go to a lot properly because I'm just so disappointed in myself, you know? And um is there? Mm -mm. no, no. 
So I can't even answer that. Um, I'm going through it, so I can't I can't answer that. Hearing uh, the minister when he said, when he said he asked a lie, why and why now? I think that's something that we have to get used to doing as well. We, we can ask a lie why, and we know he's going to answer us because he answered the minister and he answered him. It seemed like it seemed like he answered him like that, but we don't know how long it took you know, for him to get a response. But but I think that that's what, you know, I've started doing is asking a lot, well, why? And it's not like, why me? But but why? You know, I want to know why. Because um, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to go the wrong direction. I don't want to make the wrong decisions, you know? So I think asking why, and why now, like the minister said, and he got the criterion just from asking why. That to me was heavy. He got all of that from one question or two, why and why now? Yes, ma'am. So I, I, I've been doing it in my prayer, you know, why, why me, why I say why me. So I know you said not why me, but I say why me, why me, why, why now, why me, why this way? Like, I, I just like, I've been doing it and I feel like I'm getting answers, but uh, one of my main, I guess the problem for me that I'm having is that I'm praying and the entire time, I feel like, not I feel like I am having an emotional episode. And it's, it's, it's for me, it's a little different than what Sister Faith is saying. She said um, that, <clears throat> that she doesn't get up and, and that you still get up and worry. So I, I'm not going to say I don't get up and worry, but it's just, I, I do feel better though. I do feel better after I pray. It's just that I don't feel like the entire time that I'm praying that I should be, I feel like it's, if it feels like I'm not able to really receive because I'm such in a, I'm really having this emotional episode that it's not, it's not logical like the only part that I feel is logical is that I'm being aware of what I'm experiencing and I'm just allowing the tears to flow and I'm allowing myself to experience what I'm experiencing um but then I feel like it's also irrational to feel that way because I'm I'm praying to God and um at the beginning of the episode you know we're talking about saying Master Fire Muhammad's not Master Fire Muhammad's name and I'm doing that and I'm saying the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and I'm saying the honorable Mr. Lewis Farrakhan but I guess what I'm saying is then when I get up from the prayer rug for a second I'm good and like I stop crying and then I just like then it's just like a few minutes later it's about to happen again like I just I'm not on the prayer rug anymore and I just feel like I'm just about to ball all over again I just keep holding it so I, I'm my question is like, how do you tap into the power, the power of thought and the power of prayer, not just in the moment of prayer? Because so many, so so there's so much 
of you just got to pray about it. And I'm not saying there's a lot of people talking about work and all of that, but I'm hearing so much more about prayer. And that's not our teaching. Like, yeah, I'm going to pray. I'm going to get on this prayer rug. But then when I get up from this prayer rug, I do feel good. I am going to work. But then there's some part of me I'm not doing right mentally. So I can't even work properly. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense to me. And I think that a part of that... Um, comes from what are we putting into our minds? Like, what are we reading? What are we paying attention to? What are we listening to? What are we seeing? What are we entertaining? Because I'll, I'll give you an example. When I was going through my situation and everything like that, I can get on social media and I'll see something that feeds what I'm going through, not in a positive way. And that will just contribute to me feeling terrible. And then on the flip side, I can see something um, or I can read something and it's like, okay, this is what I really need. Like, I need to be hearing this. I need to be seeing this because it's helping me to come out of that, to come out of that funk. Um, so like, even when you just mentioned prayer, like you can get out of, when you get, um, when you get up from your prayer rug, you know, you okay. And then a couple of minutes later, then, you know, you back in it. And it's like, I'm feeling this again. It's about to come on for me. It's like, I don't even get, I haven't been getting that relief at all. It's like, I know, because I think it's just, you know, when you're not doing something right, maybe you don't know what you should be doing, but I think that comes from you just not not you personally but us like we know that we're supposed to be doing something we already have the answer we just haven't done it or we just haven't um we just haven't quite figured out how to execute if that makes sense does that make sense it makes sense in my in my head but i don't know if that makes sense okay <laughs> okay yes ma'am i i'm not well i i have not experienced what you all have experienced. So I can't really um, speak to that, but I was just wondering that after that time from prayer and then you, cause I get up and just go about my day. And I was just wondering if there is an expectation after that. If there's, is there something that you, you're thinking that's supposed to happen or I'm not quite sure if I can answer that though. But you're speaking on, Sister Destiny, you're speaking on the emotional distress, what to do at that time. Is that correct? So for me, it's like, I, I'm on the prayer rug. I'm having my emotional episode. I'm, you know, I'm crying. And then I'm I'm striving to get it all out while I'm on the prayer rug. And then, you know, part of me ain't got it fully together. And, but then um, I can still go about my day for a little bit. Like this week in particular has been me literally like just going to the bathroom and just crying and like I start to do something I start to work on something and um you know I was even reading 
doing some of my supreme wisdom. I'm, I'm in the supreme wisdom class. So I was doing some of the reading and I'm fine. And it's like, when I'm working, I'm okay. And I do understand like, that's the whole point. But at the same time, like you can't literally work every second of the day because you have to acknowledge the problems that you're going through. So uh-huh. then when you're trying to work through the problem in your head because you have to address it because even if you're working you're not even working in your full capacity like what we were talking about earlier like about our Uh nature like when you're working in a place like that you're not even giving it your all because you're off and you're not going to be effective so what I'm saying is like how do you really tap into that power of thought the power of prayer when you're in an emotional episode like like, I just feel like I'm all over the place. And that's not, it's not a, a rational place to, it's not a place where you can work rationally. And it's not a place, even if you you do do what you're supposed to do to accomplish whatever you're working on, I'm just really trying to figure out how, how to do that. And I know the minister, just from what I've heard, um, I don't know what he did, you know, what how he does it today, but you know, he I don't you know his exact words, but even talking about like how he used to prepare for lectures or whenever he was studying, he was being in his room for hours and that's what he would do. He you know, Mother Khadija wouldn't even interrupt him. And so it's like uh-huh. I don't even feel like I have that space to just if I wanted to, just I'm about to take a whole day to myself. Don't nobody talk to me, you know? So, like, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, the, the minister has that space, that capacity to do that. But I don't feel like that. And maybe maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Um, so, I, mm. I hope that makes more sense. Yeah, because I even thought about a sister telling me um, she was going through something. I don't know what it was, but... She said she she stayed on her prayer rug. I think I think she said she did over a hundred rakas. That the situation, the emotional situation that she was dealing with, was just that tough, and it kept her on her prayer rug that long. However amount of time it took her to do that. So I was just thinking in my mind, um, maybe it's you know, the time needs to be stretched out or longer. But like you said, you you don't even think you have that space or that time to, to be by yourself with the lie in that capacity. Yes, ma'am. That that could be just exactly what I need. So yes, ma'am. Sister Faith, you was gonna say something? Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, ma'am. I was just going to say we have to, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me. We have to make ourselves um, like have that time alone. Like we have to, because it's, it's imperative for our minds. Like when you going through, like the minister, if we think about all the stuff that the minister does, he, he can say, I don't have time to do that, but 
he knows and understands the importance of himself. So he may like, this is like, no, this is, this is not um, optional. This is what I have to do for myself. And nothing is going to supersede that. I'm going to have this time because this is what I need for myself. This is what I have to do. This is how I prepare for whatever it is that I need um, to prepare for and don't bother me. And I think that we have to have that same, um, and this ties into, uh, you know, um, self-care like we have to do that we have to we have to stop just thinking that we have to do we have to do this we have to be there we can we can do that we can do all of that but when it comes to myself nothing is going to supersede that I need to have this me time and it's necessary because man we break it down <laughs> if we do not have it like constantly trying to go 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 that's that's not normal like we it's it's okay to do that but you have to all of us we have to have that designated time for ourselves to where we think and sit and talk to a lot and whatever we choose to do in terms of conversing with the lot we have to have that time um that's what i was going to say to that yes, yes so i we have went way over i apologize <laughs> but um that i think that's good enough for core and align maintaining peace Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah. So we had, uh, well, what I had prepared for, um, come on, sis, and self-care, <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about it, but I mean, it kind of still, it uh, goes into hand with what I was going, what I prepared for us, which was um, um, practicing our love language on ourselves. And that was self-care and uh, come on sis is what do we know our love language and why do we expect something from someone else if we can't give it to ourselves first um, or if we do that but just with how everything went today I think that um, I mean it's still kind of relevant but I don't really think it fits right now I think that um, what's coming to me is really just we need to just take care of our minds however that looks for us and that's, that's the main thing, like, the energy of this video uh, or this podcast episode today was totally different from our other ones, and it's just like, you can tell that we need to get some of that long time, we need to talk to a lot, we need to find solutions. Um, earlier, um, I was talking to my god sister, and she said that she no longer focuses on problems, she focuses on the solution, and I think that that hit me. I'm like, I, that's what I need to focus on. I need to stop waddling in my self-pity, stop being so down on myself and stop being like, oh, I shouldn't have. I sh No, just, okay, I see the problem. Now I need to see my way out of the problem and stop allowing my emotions to block the solution. Um, that's that's what I have for um, self-care and for come on. Sis. We got to come on up out that funk and we need to talk to a lot. We need to see the solution and just, man, just keep going forward with that and really build and strengthen our relationship with Allah, especially right now, because things are not going to get better in the world anytime soon. And we know that. So it's imperative for us to equipped our minds with what we need to equip them with so that we can continue to go through this dark hour and get through the dark hour so that's what i have y'all <laughs> that's what i got i'm sorry i i, I was fighting sister destiny you know i'll be in tears like i can't hold it in i'll be about to break any moment i'm like oh okay but you okay son All right. i'm sorry i couldn't hold my tears. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I think the purpose 
the purpose of the podcast is to be is to be open and honest and I think um we do that very well <laughs> and I just thank a lot you know for giving us that um that ability to be able to to be open and honest and pray that you know whatever it is that we share that somebody can can uh, use it and um you know walk away with a different outlook on life than they came in with yes ma'am thank y'all both for allowing me to be transparent and open and ask all my questions that i ain't got no answers to. <laughs> yes ma'am thanks for asking them <laughs> yes ma'am and sometimes it's timing is everything you know a lot of plans and everything happens in his time so just having the question is the first step and he'll eventually give you the answers that you need yes ma'am so is that it for today i think we are done unless someone else has anything else that they want to add I don't have anything else um, that I want to add. I'm going to hold myself accountable and make sure I'm doing the mental health check. And next week, inshallah, when we meet, I don't want to be in the same space. I'm going to be like, hey, y'all. I'm same space here. I'm doing better. I'm holding myself accountable. Sorry. You're okay. Yes, All praise is due to a lie. Yes, ma'am. So if that's it, then we can go ahead and sign off this episode of Black Tea. Thank you all for tuning in and pray that you all have a wonderful evening. Peace. I hope you enjoyed your light, savory sip for the day. Please join us again on our next episode.